bring up to speed? We've come to this planet looking for intelligent life. Oops, we made a mistake. What we've got here is failure to communicate. I eat green berets for breakfast. Right now, I'm very hungry. Hey, Ma! The meatloaf! We want it now! The meatloaf! This is Sparta! The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. How you doing? Welcome to the Varsity. How you doing, Ricky? What's up? How's it going? I'm doing good. Olivia, shout out. Hey, everybody. All right. Her mic's not on. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, we'll get her on in a she second. She said, hey, everybody. She said, hey. <laughs> she said, hey. Hey, everybody. So, there you go. There you go. Yeah. Hey, we already have our athletes in the studio, Caleb Malone and Mary L. Chuck. Say hi to the camera, boys and girls. Y'all got this and say hey to the radio world. They can hear you. Hi. Hi. It's good. Okay, so we have a wonderful show for you today. It's going to be fun. We have call-ins from FCA. We have the district youth director, Steve Mason, calling in. It's going to be a good day. We're going to give you a chance to give. We're going to give you a chance to give to something bigger than yourself. Not our radio station, even though it is a pretty cool place. You, sh- you should give to it if you got the chance, but <laughs> but today that's not what it's all about. We're going to give you an opportunity to make a difference in this world. And so, hey, coming up, Ricky, tell them what's going on today. So we've got our FCA. We've got some memes and some videos coming up. We've got our athlete interviews. We've got Charburger with us. Charburger's yeah. back. We love you, Charburger. Seth's already almost downed his root beer. You know. It was like freezing cold when it came in. Yeah, you got to take advantage of that. I know, like when the when the bottle when they give you a glass bottle, mm-hmm. and the you can see the precipitation on the outside. You, you got to drink it then. Yeah, it's the only you know. Way. <laughs> so. You know now uh, I know that Coca Cola they uh, they started doing the things like the beers. Yeah. You know, on beers, they the color of the cans change colors. Well, now Coca Cola does it. I, so now they want awesome. you to drink their drink cold. They know when it's they know when it's good. So Coke's Coke stepping up their game. Come on, Coke. Yeah, come on, Coke. Let's. And then we've got some athlete interviews coming up later. We've got our sports, our weather, so everything. We got good. a really cool call in session at the end. So you're gonna want to get your speed dial ready. Yeah. Y'all need to go ahead and put us on your favorites on your phone where you can call in every week. Yeah. Our boy Caleb Malone in the studio right now. 
Our boy Caleb, he's the man. He calls in almost every week. I appreciate him so much. Uh, but anyway, we are uh, going to go to Meme of the Week. Meme of the Week. Steven's going to pop that up for you. If you're not, you say, I can't see that. That's okay. Go to our Facebook Live. And I'll tell you what, we got this really cool switcher app now, and so you can see different angles of our studio. If you're looking right now, you'll see the meme, and it says this, let's watch a scary movie hours later. Hey, can you walk with me to the bathroom? <laughs> well, it says toilet. Toilet. Been there before. <laughs> yep. I think... Um, Olivia, know. say toilet. Toilet. Okay, there we go. <laughs> I've always liked I've always liked scary stuff, and I like the scary movies, but... You know, today I had a lady at work come up behind me, and I, I didn't know she was there, and she tapped me on the shoulder, and I about went in my britches. I mean, I was scared. <laughs> I, I, I thought, oh, my goodness. Well, I guess it's just the anticipation of, you know, not knowing what or who's there. But Yeah. Yeah, man. but, you you know, I don't watch scary movies. Okay, Ricky sends me and Steven a text. This was what? <laughs> When it came out, yeah, yeah, <laughs> and he sends me and Stephen a text. Did he not, Stephen? He did. Anybody want to go watch it with me? And no me and Stephen go, way. nope. <laughs> I watched it when I was a kid, and it messed me up. And then he follows this up. Well, I guess I'll have to take my child. <laughs> <laughs> and then me and Stephen go to proceed to like Ricky. <laughs> I still didn't get to take my child. <laughs> I wonder why. My wife wouldn't let me. Uh, so sad. Uh, well, she, <laughs> she was probably the wiser one out of both of us that day. Hey, we're going to go into our funny video because we got a lot going on today. And so, hey, I saw this video. Uh, me and my wife, we were out of town this week. And I was in a hotel room and this video comes up and I'm just laughing in the corner. And so, hey, check this out. Say, I can't see it at Varsity Radio Show on Facebook Live. Okay, you can watch it on Facebook Live right now. You can go back and look at it. I'm outside of Chick-fil-A. Check it out. Cow has the Eat More Chicken sign up. Dude, are those two, chi- are those two chickens? <laughs> oh, dude. Oh, dude. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, that's unreal. <laughs> oh, there's more cows! There's more cows! <laughs> so what you're seeing is these guys, you, you know those people that stand on the side of the streets for businesses? Yeah. You know, for Little Caesars, they shake the pizzas and stuff. Well, there's a Chick-fil-A cow out there holding a sign that says, eat more chicken. And then a chicken walks up. <laughs> and the, the chicken, the chicken is in the. Uh, I guess they're trying to fight, you know. Cause, yeah. I mean, you don't feathers wanna, everywhere. Yeah, feathers going everywhere. Well, then another cow runs out, and then another chicken runs, and it's just like a giant brawl out <laughs> on the side of the street. So between chickens and cows, it's a video you definitely don't want to not be able to share at Thanksgiving. This I year. feel, you know, I feel like it was staged, but it's still funny. It oh, is. Yeah. It's still. Hilarious. Uh, and anyway, I enjoyed that so much. So uh, we're going to go to a song right now, Stephen, and then, sure. and then uh, we are going to come back with your sports scores for this week. All right. Sounds great. How about Skillet and The Resistance? It's time for the FCA Moment of the Week. 
Hey, this is Seth. Who do we have on the line? Hey, this is Russ Daniels with SCA. Hey, Russ Daniels. How you doing, man? I'm good. How are you? I am so good. We have had the privilege of having the college interns at FCA with us. Very recently, we had the Connor Reese with us last week. You know that guy? I do. <laughs> so, we want to know, uh, Russ, we want to know what got you involved with FCA. Um, well, I really started to get involved in high school. Uh, Matt Herring, who used to be over campus ministry uh, with FCA, came um, to campus. I went to Grissom High School and... Um, I was at FCA and then really just uh, wanted to get involved more and be on the leadership team, and it started there. And uh, then I did an internship with them the summer after my freshman year of college and um, grew a lot in that summer. And um, this year I'm, I'm a college intern and uh, just kind of came from all of those different experiences with FCA, uh, just really being something that I was really passionate about and just decided to uh, to go after that internship because I want to go into full-time ministry and so I thought that it was a great opportunity. Um, so I definitely uh, took that opportunity when it came my way. That's awesome. Awesome. Hey Russ, this is Ricky. Uh, welcome to the show. What's uh, What's one of the things that you love most about FCA and the things that you get to be a part of? Um, the thing that I love most is uh, being able to go to places that a lot of churches, like being a youth pastor, you may not get to go do, um, yeah. and just being able to speak to a bunch of different people who, who may never go to a church, um, and just going to just share my story and, and just share the gospel with people that may never step in a church, um, and just being able to, to reach those kids and, uh, you know, just, just being a light to them and, and being able to get on, on campus and especially with the athletes. Um, I, I played sports growing up and uh, just being able to relate to athletes so so well and being able to go and reach those specific people has been one thing that I love about it. That's so cool. What is the, what is the most amazing thing that you've seen in the ministry of FCA happen? Like, a, what is the biggest change story you've seen and one kid was this way and they came in FCA and they and they uh, God did something in their hearts and they became this you understand what I'm saying yes sir um, well personally I mean I think for me it changed a lot um, but also just uh, seeing kids grow just sharing um, like I, I was at a school the other day and um, a kid just, just came up to me that has been just going through a lot of stuff that um, he hadn't really shared with some people and I don't and he hadn't been to church in a while and just for him to come up and, and be moved and influenced so much just by FCA and, and the school there um, I don't know if I can really think of, of someone right now off the top of my head uh, that is now involved a lot in it actually uh, Caleb London, he's he's a yeah. college intern with us. Um, yeah, we've had him on, in. on the show with y'all, um, and he he just completely changed uh, when he started to get involved with FCA. It just completely turned his life around, and I think he would tell you the same thing. Um, so at first I couldn't think of one, but then you know that's the guy I work with every single day, and yeah. he's definitely been changed um, tremendously through FCA. So that's been awesome to see. 
So, Russ, what is, we always ask this question because we may have some new listeners out there, but what are some ways that someone can get plugged in with FCA at their school? Yeah, um, if, well, a lot of schools in the five counties that we're involved with, um, they have huddles there, and there's a huddle coach, and there's leadership teams there, and just seeking out those huddles and, and those leaders around the school is a great way. Um, but if your school doesn't have uh, a huddle there or an FCA organization that meets weekly, um, we would love for them to call us and help us or help us to help them, you know, like because yeah. we, we want uh, campuses to have FCA. And so if, if their campus doesn't have one and they want one or they just want to ask questions about FCA, um, just to contact us at Northeast Alabama, um, you know, we, we'd love to help. So I uh, just... I would say first reach out to your school and find out if they have a huddle. And then if not, uh, try and contact us. And we'd love to see what we could do. Northeast FCA. Give them that, give them that contact information real quick. Like the, uh, either the Facebook or the Instagram or something like that, Russ, where they can connect yes. with you. Uh, the Facebook is Northeast Alabama FCA. And uh, the Instagram is Neil FCA, N-E-A-L FCA. And I'm almost positive that twitter is the same as instagram at neil fca um so those would be great outlets to to go and uh, check out awesome russ thanks for joining us no problem thanks for having me and hey we want you if you're listening to this radio station if you're not involved and you want a family in your school fca is the place for you to go yep and we want you Absolutely. to get yeah we want you to get involved thanks for joining us russ Thank you so much. Have a great day, man. All right, you too. See ya. Bye. It's the Varsity Radio Show. Gasp. Man. Ricky, let's talk about the scores from this week. We want to talk about... We're going to open up with local. Local. It's about it. Football season's about over, so we're about to start getting into some basketball, which is going to be kind of fun. Yeah, we're different. We're talking to two basketball players today. Yeah. So, uh, Gunnersville. Gunnersville. They beat Alberville. Did you see the pictures from that game? I did. It was like the fog game. It looked cool though. It was awesome. Kind of wished I was there. I know some of the students got like cool pictures, and it looked like they were always walking around in fog. I mean, (laughs) if it was your last game, you know, you want. You know, you want to look cool, and I'm seven. sure Alberville's got some cool pictures. But Gunnersville's moving on. Seven, uh, they beat them Albertville seven to nothing. It ends for Albertville, sadly. It does. Uh, we got uh, Douglas. They lost to Pennington, fifty-seven to seven. Um, sorry, Douglas. Moving on. Boaz. They <laughs> lost to uh, Sardis, thirty-five to seven. Ooh, that was a hard one, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, that was. I thought that was a pretty important game. I'm glad two. you pulled that number. So thirty-five to seven. And uh, D.A.R., they beat Brindley Mountain. I know we've been waiting on that game all year. And they finally got a hold of Brindley Mountain. uh, D.A.R. will be with us next week. They are. We'll have some D.A.R. athletes with us. And uh, they beat them 50-6. to So they they took, uh, I think it was the, um, that was the game they were looking forward to all season. So they got that win. But moving on to college, 
Um, Auburn beat Texas A&M 42-27. to 27. That was actually a pretty good game. They did. Auburn, uh, it was a little close there at the beginning, and then Auburn kind of... Am I seeing with my very own eyes what I'm really seeing? Mizzou beat Florida? Mizzou beat Florida 45-16. to 16. Holy cow. Um, Florida season is just going down. It's got to be. I, I figured they could pull that game at least. Yep. Um, Georgia beat South Carolina 24-10. to 10. Ooh, not as close as they thought it'd be. It, it, it wasn't. I mean, not as big of a win. I told uh, my next score, it's, it's funny, I wrote down Tennessee and then I crossed it out. <laughs> and uh, so bad. And I put Memphis beat uh, Tulsa. Tennessee did win, though. Yeah, but the reason I did that is because Tennessee doesn't even need to be talked about. They're not even the top <laughs> team in Tennessee right now. They're not ranked. So Memphis, we're going to talk about Memphis because Memphis is better than Tennessee right now. Memphis beat Tulsa 41-14. to Does Memphis play Tennessee? No. They should. They should. They should. That needs to be, they need to have like a Music City Bowl. I'm down with that. Next score. <laughs> Ole Miss beat Kentucky 37-34. to Nobody cares, but it was close. Man, that was close. Yep. And then the only game that matters. Uh, <laughs> LSU become LSU. Oh. You know what? It's 24-10, but I will say this. They were on the five-yard line. They could have scored again. They're just polite. Hey, Seth, I got a knock-knock joke. Knock, yeah, go ahead. Knock-knock. Who's there? LS. LSU. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was it. Oh, man. 24 to 10, Alabama won, and they are moving on. Seven years. Yep. Seven years. We're going to some music. Sure. Hit us up. How about Beyond the Stars by Spoken? Here's your matter of fact weather. What's the weather, Ricky? The weather is just sad. It is sad. And I think the only thing that can make the weather weather not so sad is if you go to Charburg and get you some food tonight. That's right. <laughs> Hot bar starting tonight. Oh, yeah. Eat hey, there. They're open till I jotted this down. They are open until 7 o'clock tonight with the hot bar. Same price as lunch. Hey, now. You can hurt yourself if you're not careful. I know. <laughs> Come on. Y'all need to hit that up. I don't know what y'all are waiting for. So, anyway, back to you, Steven. All right. Your matter-of-fact weather is brought to you by Davis Heating and Cooling, offering 24-hour service seven days a week since 1972. You can reach them at 256-582-8262. And now, today's Clutch Moment. Hey, Pastor Steve, how you doing? I'm doing great. How are you doing, Seth? I am so good. We're so honored to have my district youth director, Steve Mason, on here. And uh, it's me and uh, my friend Ricky. Say hey, Ricky. What's up, Steve? How's it going? <laughs> hey, Ricky. And both of us have been in his denomination, so it's been amazing. So, Steve, we ca- we called you in here to tell us about Free International. We uh, we want you to tell us about the problem in our area and what we can do to fix it, basically. Absolutely. Well, first off, let me just say, Seth. Um, those of you that don't know, Seth has the cutest baby in the world, and I got, I got to hold that bundle of joy uh, a few days ago, and my word, he's a hunk. And, uh, just, just a blessing. But um, we are raising money for Free International. In fact, our students around Alabama uh, and the Assemblies of God have raised over a half a million dollars last year for missions programs and organizations that um, raise money for mission, missionary vehicles. Uh, we, we purchase book readers for 
the Arab countries of the world where Christians, there's less than, uh, more, there's more Starbucks in some of these countries than there actually are Christians. And uh, so there's different projects. And we came across uh, another project to really call our hearts, and it's popular today in the, um, the uh, social uh, injustices of the world, uh, the human trafficking epidemic that's taking place around the world today. It's the, the number two fastest uh, criminal industry in the world. Uh, it's grossed over $32 billion a year uh, in, in human trafficking. And uh, it's really a tragedy because the greatest tragedy is the average age of a, a sex slave is between 12 years old and 14 years old. That's disturbing. And we often we often think that that's something that's uh, far off and uh, in a different country, and it doesn't affect us here in North America. But actually, um, it affects us every day in America. Seventy percent of all human trafficking. Uh, takes place 70 percent of all human trafficking that takes place in the united states comes through birmingham area and goes to the i-20 corridor to atlanta and um about fifty thousand people a year are, are sex trafficked in the united states and um that's you know when i started thinking about it and the fact that we're in youth ministry today uh and that the average age is 12 to 14 years old I said, you know, our young people, um, they they need to be a voice to the voiceless. And what, you know, Seth, I was thinking about the fact that I've got a daughter. She's 18 now. And um, if I heard or found out that she was in um, human trafficking and, and somebody stole her and I heard that, you know, I could rescue her, I would spend every dollar in my bank account knowing that I could get her out. Yeah. And the Holy Spirit spoke to me and said, you know, if your daughter matters that much to you um what about the other kids around the world what about the fifty thousand a year that are human trafficked here in the united states uh they matter to me because they're my son and daughter wow. and um and it was convicting to me and i said we got, we got to do something so we partnered with a group called free international um mm-hmm. who um they do school assemblies and reach about a hundred thousand um teenagers uh, a year through their message uh and the school assemblies of uh, you know, abolishing the modern day slavery that's taking place. And one of their needs was to go and they, they wanted to purchase a, a mobile response unit. And this mobile response unit would go into areas that um, are, uh, would be a hot spot for sex trafficking. And, and you would, wouldn't believe it, but like in our area, Alabama games and Auburn games or uh, the Talladega Raceway. Anytime there is a large group of people that are gathering for an event, chances are that there's um, there's human trafficking that's taking place um, in that event. And a lot of times, these predators would find um, use uh, use uh, uh, resources like their you know apps today. There's an app. It's you know it. It takes you to the black market and the, the underbelly of uh, the World Wide Web, and they can access and using codes they can access uh, like a, it's almost like a Craigslist, but it's for um, sex trafficking. And so these mm. people are finding these kids, whether it's at a hotel room or wherever else, and you know that's happening at these events. And so Free International would come in and they would data mine and they'd work with. Um, 
our government officials, they work with Homeland Security um, to try to to locate these predators. And I know, a lot of times we have a sensationalist idea of what that would look like, and you know, it looked like um, you know we're you know in the movies or something like that, and kind of you know take these people down. But it, it takes a lot of work to try to rescue these kids, and so they 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 canvass the area uh, with pictures of kids that are you know lost in that area. Um, or maybe runaways, but then they'll also do data mining. Do you know that they went to the Super Bowl uh, when it was in New Orleans a few years ago, and they knocked on the doors of several churches, and the churches said, no, you cannot use our internet um, to do data mining for this because they were afraid um, of that their internet system, you know, they, that they didn't want, um, you know, bad pictures or anything like that being used through their internet. And so... Um, you know, we're, we're afraid oftentimes of getting our hands dirty um, to, to rescue kids. And so that's why I love this organization. And so um, we're purchasing this for, not just for the Southeast, but there's four other vehicles that are going to be purchased all around the world or all around the United States, rather, um, that would rescue these kids and that they would do data mining and find and rescue and locate and then work with the, the law enforcement to be able to um, uh, arrest these perpetrators, but also rescue these kids as well. Um, an average uh, cost for one of these mobile response units was about $300,000 because of all the equipment that's involved with them. Um, and our students said yes to this and they've committed to the cause and um, they're willing to rest, they're willing to uh, sacrifice and do incredible things to see um, this being brought to the Southeast. Pastor, this is Ricky. Uh, you know, I, something I think this is really intriguing to me because I know there's a lot of listeners out there that, um, with social media just growing as it is, and and apps that are just getting more and more popular, and ways of accessing money and pictures and and, and sex trafficking growing, obviously in uh, in, in in states. Sometimes I think sometimes we like to sit back and say there's nothing we can do, and I, I commend y'all because y'all are taking a step and with Free International and. Um, just being able to say, you know what, there is something we can do. And y'all giving the opportunity to these young young people and people of our county and people of our cities and, and state and just making an opportunity, making a way for us to be able to help the cause because it, there's nothing that, that God can't do. And I know that sometimes we say, well, that's a, that's a situation that someone else can take care of. But it's something we can do. And so what I want to ask you next is what can we do to, to help y'all? Well, we're... We're purchasing a mobile response unit here in the southeast, and then also, like I mentioned, uh, four others around the United States. And so, um, I, I know that you guys are um, looking to maybe do a, a push uh, financially and in, in inviting your listeners to uh, participate in this. And uh, I don't know if you directly want to give it to them or to um, uh, they can contact my office as well if they want to, but. Uh, we have a lot of resources to be able to help them, but really just financially give so we can see this, uh, you know, mobile response unit come and, and set up, uh, whether it be in Talladega or Tuscaloosa or in Auburn and go and help. And, and they, they're seeing results to this. In fact, I heard last month they rescued a 13 year old girl off the streets. And, um, during the last Super Bowl, there was 15 kids that were rescued, uh, because of their, their efforts there. And, and uh, so it's a huge need, uh, but man, we have students who are willing to give 
uh, you know, they're willing to give sacrificially. Um, they're willing to give up their birthday. They're willing to give up Christmas and say, you know what, I don't want Christmas gifts. I, I just want to give uh, to this effort. And so they're willing to see, uh, you know, we have students that have given over $1,000. In fact, uh, we have over 20 students this past year that have given over $1,000 uh, to efforts like this. And it really blows me away and humbles me to know that kids are willing to sacrifice. And, um, I, you know, I don't think God's asking us to, to give everything away, but I think he is asking us to sacrifice. He is asking us to do our very best in efforts like this because it, um, every soul matters to God and they must matter to us. And um, we're, we're all called to be missionaries when we say yes to Jesus. We're all called uh, to, to live the great commandment. And, you know, the question is, um, if we're all called to be missionaries, we either are all called to give or all called to go. But we're all called. That's good. That's good. That's good. Pastor Steve, we're going to give this audience a chance today to give, either through our radio station or directly to Free International, and it'll be coming to your office. So, uh, anyway, not, not a dime of it's going to go to us. It's going to go to Saving Kids. And we just really appreciate I know you have a busy schedule. And I appreciate your leadership and your ability. Thank you so much for coming on our show. Well, it's a hum- humbling to be asked, and I uh, uh, love what you guys are doing. And you're making an impact, um, not just there in your community, but all around Alabama and, and reaching so many beyond that. And so um, we're all in this together. And it's exciting days, man, in this day and age that we can see um, lives being saved and changed and set free from the pow- through the power of the Holy Spirit. Thank you so much, Pastor Steve. We really appreciate you. God bless you. Thank you, Pastor. So we're going to go in our clutch moment. You know, you, you can make a difference, and we want to give you that option. I'm going to let Stephen tell you in a minute. He's going to tell you how you can text to give, or you can give and mark it a certain way. But every dime, I promise you, it's not going to go to us. It's not going to go to me and Stephen and Ricky. It's going to go to Saving Kids in Alabama off the streets you know it's it's in our backyard seven did you hear that statistic ricky and steven 70 percent of all human trafficking in the united states goes through birmingham that's crazy does that not disturb you Mm, yeah with the average age being between 12 and 14 that bothers me you I, I think it's easy to overlook it too because you you see the movies and you see TV shows and they're all taken, based, you know? yeah you yeah. see everything that's that has to do with uh, sex trafficking and you're thinking well that that ain't gonna happen here in Arab or yeah. here in Gunnersville or you but know it but, is. but it can yeah and it can and it does and so you may be sitting there like that is man that is just overwhelming like what can I do to help and so uh, in a minute I'm gonna let Stephen tell you real quick but. How can we make a difference? Can I tell you, God's ladder ladder of success looks a whole lot different than the American ladder of success. In our world, the most, the more famous you are, the more money you have, you make, the more followers you have on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook determines your value and worth to the society. But I'm going to tell you, that's not God's perspective, and it. It's pretty clear in Mark chapter 12, Mark chapter 10, 42 through, 42 through 45, he says this. He says, you know that rulers in this world lord it over their people. In other words, they flaunt it. And officials flaunt their authority over those under me, under them. But among you, it's going to be different. 
Whoever wants to be a leader among you must be your servant, and whoever wants to be the first among you must be the slave to everyone else. For even the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve others and to give his life as a ransom for many. You see, being a success on this earth does not make you a success in heaven. What do you think about that, Ricky? I think sometimes we get caught up with what what we value and what what God values. I think sometimes we we uh, you know one time I I, did not, I think I've shared this on the radio before, but Derek Carr, he's the highest paid NFL quarterback. Yeah. They asked him. He said, "What are you going to do with all this Oakland money?" <laughs> they said, "What are you going to do with all this money?" And he said, "You know, it's not about what I can do with all this money, but it's about what other people will be able to do with all this money." Yeah. That's that's a powerful statement. So I'm going to give you three ways to make a difference. How can we make a difference? Number one, what pain around you makes you desire to change the most? See, just like this, this disturbs me. That at every major event, Alabama, Auburn, you know, Talladega, all these major events, there's sex trafficking going on. And it's like under our noses and we're just oblivious to it and the pain in your heart desires you to change. It's when something bothers you enough, you'll do something about it. Is that right? Yeah. And so you see those who unlock your compassion are the key to your calling. The second thing we can do to make a difference is realize this serving has no prejudice. Now I'm not talking about the NFL rights and everything like that. And who has the right to do this? What I'm saying is if we really are Christians, we do not have the option to be selective to who we serve. We don't get the option. We don't get to tell people, uh, you know, you're really not, you know, you're an Auburn fan. I don't really, you know, want to serve you. You know what I'm saying? But on a deeper level, you do this or you do that. So I'm not going to serve you. And then last but not least, and and we're going quick on this, but the blood that runs through your veins provides life for the dying and the broken. If you realize as you become a Christian that you can make a difference, that your life creates opportunity for others, that your life breathes life in others. See, the second you're bought by the blood of Jesus is the second His blood starts flowing through your veins. That means if we're Christ-like, we have to be like Christ. In the right state, yeah, that's right. Another thing, real quick, you know, I was just thinking, everyone right now that's listening is listening to our radio show for a reason, and I, I don't know what God's putting on your heart, but I want you just to take a minute and I want you to pray. Yeah. I want you to say, God, it, what amount do I need to give to this? Right. If God tells you nothing, you work that out with God, you know. That's right. but, but at least do the diligence of talking with Him about it. And, and listen, this is not, you know, we have shareathons. We have to do that because we need things, right, Stephen? We yeah. We, we have to... This is different. Right. It is. It's a great this, cause. <clears throat> this this is way different. And this, and that's this is what we're saying. We, we're giving you a chance. In our denomination, I heard it said one time, we give to a program called Speed the Lot, and they give to Free International. And Speed the Lot, they say, every dollar you give, a soul gets saved. That's a pretty good ratio. And so today, I'm, I'm telling you, your money is going to something significant. Me and Ricky and Steven will never see it. We'll never touch it. We don't want to. It's going to go straight to Free International. And we want to give you a chance. Stephen, tell them how they can give. If you'd like to give, you can go to our website, 885JFM.com. When you go there, you can click on the Donate tab there on the website. 
When you go to that page, it's going to give you three options to give. The first is really cool. It's a text to give option, really easy. The number that you need to text is this, 256-464-1083. Again, the number you need to text is 256-464-1083. All you have to do is text the dollar sign followed by the amount that you'd like to give. Also, we've got two other options there, two donate buttons. You can hit either of those, one for Vanco Payment Solutions, one for PayPal. They're both easy, secure ways to give. When you go on there, it's going to give you an opportunity to put in to the side a little note. All you need to do is type in... How about free? Free. Just type in the word free. Yeah. Okay, so just type in the word free. That way we'll know where that money is going. So if you want to give, 885JFM.com. Click on the Donate tab, and you can see how to do it right there. Also, if you don't want to give through us, that's fine. You can go to FreeInternational.com and donate directly to the site. And every bit of that, like I said, we're not going to even see the money. It's going to go straight to that organization. And uh, we want to give you a chance to make a difference. And so, Stephen, we're going to go to a song right now. Yep. How about Lacey Stern and Rot? Are you ready to follow the Varsity Radio Show and learn a few life lessons along the way? First lesson, life doesn't give you seatbelts, but the Varsity Radio Show does. It's the Varsity Athlete Interview. In the house, we have the one, the only, Marielle Chop. What's up, girl? How you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm so good. I'm so glad that you're here, man. She sounds extremely professional. Oh, right? She's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna play it cool. I she told... was supposed to sing us into the. Yeah, I'm go ahead, to... Mario. We're ready. It's gonna give you a hard time later. Yes, <laughs> it's fantastic. So, Mariel, what sport do you play? I play basketball and volleyball. Oh, by the way, they just won a state championship. No big deal. No biggie. We did. We did. What was? What what do you get to do? I mean, is there anything y'all like? If we win state, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do this. We're gonna do that. Is there something y'all gonna do? Anything cool? Yeah, we went out to eat afterwards. It was that was pretty fun. Yes. Not wait, 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 wait. Where did you eat? We ate at Mellow Mushroom. Okay. Yeah. So Expensive yeah. pizza. Yeah. yeah. Overpriced pizza. Overpriced. Fancy yes. pizza. Ooh, I no, ate at Mellow Mushroom one They have time. pies there. It's what not kind called of pies? pizza. It's called pies. Uh, overly priced pies. Yeah. They are, man. Me and my wife went there one day, and I'm like, I guess we're going to be having the small because, you know, I have to sell a kidney to have the large, so. <laughs> what is your favorite thing about basketball? Well, I, li- I definitely like the games more than I like the practice because practice is a whole bunch of running, and I'm not much of a running person. But you other than that, Mario, <laughs> I mean, in case you can't tell, but I just, I don't really like running. But I like playing with my friends and like my team because we've been together for so long. So I yeah. just like playing with all of them. So yeah. transitioning from volleyball to basketball, is there? Do you um, feel like you need to be more fit in a certain area than another? Maybe the running or what? What, what may, what's what's the difference? 
um, you, I guess, yeah, like being in shape, like for volleyball, it's definitely important, but you're not running up and down a court. I mean, you're moving around a lot, but you're not like you're in, running you're around. In a certain space. Yeah, you just kind of have to like get to certain places quickly to like pass the ball. But for basketball, you're just like running back and forth all the time, which is so strenuous and so annoying. But <laughs> yeah. So. Well, tell me this, Muriel. Every year, you know, an athlete usually has a game they circle on the calendar. Like, this one game means more than all the other games. What game is that for you? Probably when we play our, like, school rivals tabernacle. Because it's always a... It's the roughest game of the year. It's very physical. It's very, like, tiring. It's so... (laughs) And it's definitely like that one, like, we have to beat them. Like, that's the one I think we push on ourselves the most. Like, if we don't win this one, you know, I mean, it'll be okay. But that's definitely the one that hurts us the most if we don't win. So, What position do you play? Post, center. Okay. So, you know, you can even relate to a guy. What kind of basketball player do you – if you had to pick a, a professional basketball player, who would you compare your abilities to? You can you can answer this. It's okay. I think I I'm, I play like you know Michael Jordan. I mean, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I, I can see it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I can see it. That's great. I go ahead. No, I <laughs> I have no idea because I don't think I'm that great. Well, like I'll answer that one for you then. Oh yeah, he'll he'll tell you he's Michael Jordan. <laughs> You're Michael Jordan. No. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay. My so, head's about as bald as Michael Jordan's. There sometimes. you go. You got that going with you. Hey, what's the hardest game you ever played in, Mario? For basketball? Y- yes. Probably. We went to. We've been to state for the past couple years, and yeah. the state. The wait. Yeah, the state game last year was probably the hardest one I've ever had to deal with because it was just so long and. It was so close, so that was so hurtful, and I was in pain just from like running, and I was so tired. So that was that was probably the hardest game I think yeah. I've ever had to play, and I'm sure the rest of the team would say the same. Yeah, we'll let you give a shout out here, but who is a? Do you have anybody on your team maybe this year or last year, somebody that you know you you play basketball with that you can read minds with? You know what I'm talking about? How you when you're running down the court, when you're playing, you know, pick up scrimmage, and you just that that single person. You got anybody you want to give a shout out to? Well, honestly, it's kind of two people. Okay. I would say it's both of our point guards, um, Angel and Madison, because what? I've no. been with Madison the longest, and yeah. so even though we're totally different positions, we've just played together so long, and we just like correspond with each other yep. so well. So I can tell. You know, when she wants the ball, where she wants the ball, and she can pretty much do the same for me. And same for my really good friend, Angel. We haven't been playing together so as long, but we're more alike. So it, I'd say we, we read each other's minds pretty well. That means Tabernacle, watch out. Tabernacle, oh. here they come. <laughs> Get out the way. <laughs> Get out the way. Uh, who is your greatest inspiration in life? Oh, no. I would have to say... Probably, probably my mom. I mean, that's a really cliche answer. Shout but out, mom. Pro- probably Mama. my mom. Definitely my dad too. But I think, well, I don't know. I'm. I think I'm a lot like my mom, and so I think. I mean, I'm not as great as she is, but I, I, I definitely 
she's taught me how to live my life so well and I just I really appreciate her for that and I've all the good things that I think have come out of me have a lot of it's come from her and she's taught me how to do it so I, I'd probably say my mom there you go that was a great shout out <laughs> yeah well, how about a shout out to the coach who's your coach basketball coach um coach O'Donnell Bryant O'Donnell all right what's the what's the greatest thing coach has ever taught you well, he, we've only been with him for about a couple months now. Okay. So. So right now, it's not be late for practice. Yeah, he's definitely helped me with like my post moves and everything. But I haven't. I'm sure there'll be some things that I definitely remember for the rest of my life. But so far, definitely he's just really helped me skill wise for basketball. So that's been that's been really helpful. What's the hardest aspect of your sport? Probably the getting in shape and being able to play as a team on the court because it's such a team sport that it's hard to read everyone's mind, but you kind of have to try to or else the sport doesn't go as smoothly as it can. So I'd say a lot of teamwork and just getting in shape so you can run up and down the court. (laughs) This is my last question. Seth might have another one here in a second, but... What is if you had any of those moments, and it could have been last year, year before last? Do you have a moment that you will always remember, like a, a last-second shot or a buzzer beater or a pass to to win the game? Do you have any moments that you just that just highlight and you remember and you'll never forget them? Um. Yes. Two years two years ago at state at like the before the championship game. Um, we played a team that had been undefeated and had not been beat in like five years. And we were not supposed to win that game, but we we did. We came out winning. And even though I didn't really do anything to make us win that game, like watching my team play that game was probably the most memorable thing I have from basketball at my school is winning that game against that team. Well, and now for the super important question. What is the most embarrassing moment you've had while playing basketball or volleyball practice or during the game we don't care we just want the dirty deed so what is the most embarrassing thing you've had happen i'll have to think about it for basketball but i know for volleyball it's always great when you like jump up to hit a ball and swing and like totally miss the ball like it just falls (laughs) right behind you like that's that happens all the time and i hate struggle oh my gosh it gets on my nerves and then for basketball I mean, since I'm a post, I'm not the best dribbler you'll ever see. I'm actually pretty terrible at it. And especially when I try to become some fancy point guard or something, I'll, like, run down the court and be dribbling or whatever. And then I'll, like, pick up the ball and forget to pass it or whatever, and I'll, like, travel with it. And anything that involves me dribbling is pretty embarrassing in that sport. So (laughs) I have one. I can't not ask this. Let's pretend there's a giant glass soundproof wall behind you let's say you played caleb one-on-one <laughs> who would win um me okay. oh that's what we want to hear the me? down caleb the gauntlet's down me? it'd be me oh yeah definitely obviously bro definitely he's shaking his head <laughs> he's shaking he gets his turn in next minute <laughs> oh no <laughs> Marielle, thank you so much for being with us. We think you're really fantastic. Oh, thank you. And we're so glad that you were were here with us. I was so glad to come. I was excited. Did you enjoy your charburger? I did. I love charburger. I don't get to go there as often as I would like. What did you have? 
I had, I mean, a burger and their fantastic fries. Fantastic I love their fries. fries. Did you hear that? <laughs> they were so, oh, I love them. <laughs> yeah. They're the best. <laughs> go to Char Burger tonight. Hey, we're going to go to a song and we're coming back with our good friend Caleb Malone for the very first time, Stephen. We're going to have the same guy for our second interview. Hey. We're excited about that. Nice. So, give us some music. How about Lecrae featuring Tori Kelly? I'll find you. Get it. I'm Batman, and you're listening to the Varsity Radio Show. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Part two at the interview. You're not going to open this one up with singing, are you? Go ahead, Caleb. <laughs> He's resting his vocals. Go ahead, Ricky. Let's bust this out. Hold on, and I'll find you. <laughs> Okay, anyway. <laughs> All right. We did that for you, Caleb. I like it. I know. Like it. Caleb, say hey for the first time ever. ever. What's up, guys? Our, we have an athlete that we're getting to interview twice yeah. for two different sports. How did your football season end up going? It was uh, it was really good. It went a lot better than we thought we did. We ended up with an even record, so that's pretty good. Yeah. We'll take it. Take it. So, that's right. What was, the, what was the record? Three and three. All right, next year they're going to be champions. Let's hope so. Just saying. Marshall Christian, man, y'all throw down on some championships. That's right. So when they presented you with – I know we're, we're talking about basketball today, but mm-hmm. just to finish off the football, you know, when they presented you with the idea, like, we're going to have a football team, were you kind of like, okay. I was super stoked. I found out in the summer – I, one of my friends, Jalen Brooks, he called me. He said, bro, we're going to have a football team. And I didn't believe him. I laughed at first. And he's like, no, I'm serious. My dad's going to be the coach. And I found out it was for real. And I was like, let's go. Let's play. <laughs> That's so exciting. Mm-hmm. That is so exciting. But y'all have had basketball for a while. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and they're good at it. So, so We're all right. They're all good right. at it. Yeah. <laughs> he says we're all right. We all right. That's not what the girls said. The girls were like, we're going to dominate. Like yeah, that. they always, they're always good. <laughs> like I said, if you're not watching Facebook Live, at Varsity Radio Show on Instagram and Facebook, but you can't see the feed unless you're on Facebook, so go to that. Because in a few minutes, we're going to have a face-off between Marielle and Caleb. It's going to be beautiful. And the only way you're going to be able to see that is on Facebook Live. So come watch us. Anyway, Caleb. Let's get to the important things. We're going to talk about basketball, okay? Switching gears. Caleb's a good friend of mine. I like him a lot. And so, what is the fa- what is your favorite thing about basketball? Mm, I've always been a point guard, and I just love passing the ball and seeing my teammates score. It's just it's so beautiful. Just working with my teammates, and I just know where they're going to be and just pass the ball at the perfect spot, and they just swish. It's just such a beautiful sport. I just love the teamwork in basketball. Yeah. So who would you, you know, if, if you could play like, I'm going to change up the question a little bit. If you could play like anybody in the NFL, who would you want to play like? In the NBA. NBA, in the NBA, NBA, NBA. Well, my favorite player is Chris Paul, so I probably want to be like Chris Paul. He's, he's so good at passing the ball. He's such a team player, and the stuff he represents in his life is just fantastic. Man. In the commercials, he's always yeah, in. it's so good. <laughs> good commercials. Yes, he has good commercials. So, what is the one game that you circle in the calendar every year? Mm. We play a team uh, down in Hueytown called Brooklane, and they are very tough. They they're always really aggressive, and they're always hustling, and they they play with great class, and they're just a team that you just love to play. They have great guys, and they hustle, and they just 
they play with so much sportsmanship. You just love that. So I noticed in a basketball picture, you wear some goggles. Yes, they, they're my stuff, man. That's my. That is the coolest thing. That's my identity. Like, I tell people all the time, like, and we had a men's retreat not too long ago, and I played basketball. It don't matter how good you play, but it does matter how good you look. That's right. It's a good That's thing right. they didn't see how we looked during men's retreat. We looked bad. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say we scored three <laughs> points in three games. That, that's pretty sad. We were wearing, I was wearing a flamingo shirt. It was, it was intense. Yeah, but anyway. <laughs> we're talking about winners today. So. Yeah, yes, which we weren't. What's, okay. your favorite, what's your favorite basketball game you've ever played in? Oh, man, my freshman year, we played in the state tournament, and we won. We won the championship, and I'll never forget it to this day. I can tell you everything that happened that day, and it was just the best day ever. I never thought we'd win. We won by one point. It was crazy. I had to guard a 6'4 guy, and I was 5'4 then. He was a foot taller than me, and I was, I'm telling you, I felt like David and Goliath. It was <laughs> it was incredible. I wow. loved it. Wow. So, so who is your greatest inspiration? Mm, probably my dad, whenever it comes to sports. But in life in general, it's both my parents. But my dad, ever since I was a little kid, he started playing basketball with me whenever I was three and he just told me he said you know you can achieve anything you want to achieve and if this is something you want to go for then I'll help you and ever since then he's encouraged me you know Caleb you're pretty good at basketball why don't you just try harder every time you're out on the floor play for Jesus and give him all you got because there's going to be a moment one day whenever you won't be able to play basketball no more but if this is what you love follow your dream that's good yeah I'm I'm 5'8 and uh, I got told at a really young age that basketball won't take you very far so uh, but what is one thing that, you know, what's one thing that you can take from the sport of basketball specifically? Um, because I'm a point guard, I have to be in a leadership role, and basketball has taught me a lot about being a leader, and it's it's taught me a lot about discipline, and it's disciplined me, it's disciplined my mind and stuff, and it's taught me how to be a leader. That's one of the things that I'll always take away from basketball. Uh, if you could spend a day with any coach or athlete in your sport, who would you spend it with? And what would you ask him? I would definitely go for the GOAT, Michael Jordan. Definitely. Yes. Try to give me some tips and pointers and stuff like that. He just seems like a really cool guy to hang out with and stuff. But, yeah, that'd be definitely the guy to hang out with. He's me and Ricky's hero. That's right. So you, you <laughs> say you're a passer. Mm-hmm. Are you a shooter? I can shoot pretty good. So if you if you make a last-second buzzer beater, mm-hmm. like, let's say, at least a three-pointer. Mm-hmm. What's the first thing you do? Do you turn around, chest bump your teammates, or do you do any kind of like knee slides? Anything cool? Like no, I just nothing planned. I just give the glory to God. I just always point up to Him and just say thank you, God, for that. Yeah. And then I high five all my teammates. We would also like to see video of you knee sliding. Yes, that would yeah. be fantastic. So can you make that happen? Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. I do like a like a guitar. <laughs> <laughs> You'd have to be watching Facebook to get that. But, uh, that was great. That was great. My life was changed, Ricky. <laughs> <laughs> so what is the most embarrassing moment you've had while playing your sport? Mm, I'd probably say eighth grade year. I was I just blocked somebody, and I was coming down the floor, and one of my buddies, was he went oh, around one of the defenders, and he was wide open. And I fell down, and I threw the ball, and I, it went straight up in the air, and it was terrible. And I just didn't even get the ball to him, and they stole it again, and then they went down the floor and scored, and it was terrible. And I just laid on the ground. I was like, Coach, just take me out right now. Just set me on the bench. <laughs> Did he? Yeah. 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 
tell me about your uh, tell me about your pregame your pregame plan. Do you have a certain sunflower seed or anything you go like chewing gum? You go to music. I just uh, I always listen to Christian music. I'm just I'm trying to get zoned in, and I just listen to Lecrae or KB or anybody like that to just just flow in Jesus and say pray to Jesus. You know, Jesus watch over me and watch over my team and allow if we have the victory tonight all the glory goes to you rather regardless if we win or lose man that's good so what is what is the greatest lesson that your coach ever taught you well for most of my life my dad's has been the coach and he's always told me you know nothing is too impossible i mean he's always taught me like look at david and goliath he says you know with one single stone nobody would step up but yet, David did. He came out of the crowd, and Goliath was laughing at him. He said, a lot of times in your life, Goliaths are going to laugh at you, but yet you can still win, and you can be a conqueror. And I just he's always told me, you can conquer your dreams, so just chase after them, because you yeah. never know what's going to happen. Yeah. You got anything? Yeah, I do, but I, I don't want to swing the mood. I feel like this is going really smooth. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm about to ruin it, but... You're good. You play NBA 2K? Yes. Who do you pick? Mm, always the Clippers. Always, always play with the Clippers? Because of Chris Paul? Okay. Yeah. There you go. All the time, man. Hey, in the next few minutes, we're about to go to a song, but when we come back, Marielle and Caleb, arm wrestling. Arm wrestling on Facebook Live. It's about to go down. We're going to see this on Facebook Live. So when you come back, uh, me and Ricky are going to do something we kind of always want to do. We're going to sportscast this event. Yeah, we are. This is going to be fun. This is going to be our... Our first time sportscasting. So That's right. We're excited. So we can't mess this up. Come back. Yeah. Check this song out. Here we go. Derek Miner and Urban Rescue. It's called Walls. We build walls all around us. And now for the world championship. This is so good. <laughs> Arm wrestling champions. In one corner, we have Caleb Malone. <laughs> and in yeah. the other corner, we have Mary L. Chop. Yeah, I need to hear like screaming in the background. Go ahead, Steven. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, there we go. There we go. Yeah. All right. And so, if you're watching, me and go ahead, and Ricky. Who? Go ahead and give the specs on this Listen, competition. Listen, so if you want to, if you want to lay your bets down, you can give them to Olivia right now. <laughs> Go on <laughs> Facebook Live. <laughs> Olivia is there to con- She's there to answer all your Facebook. I think Marielle has nothing to lose right now. I mean, if she loses, she loses to a boy. If she wins, she beat a boy. I mean, think about this. <laughs> now that I'm, in, now that I'm in this corner right here, Marielle, how you feeling? I'm, I'm feeling pretty good actually. I'm. Nope, you know what? Never mind. I, I'm kind of scared. <laughs> Caleb, how you feeling over here? He's not nervous at all. He's not So here we go to the main event he right that now. As he's wiping the sweat from yeah. his head. That's right. <laughs> all right. Victory dance for the winner, okay? Victory dance for the winner. So y'all go ahead and set your hands up. Set your hands. We're going. When we say the ding, 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 that means you start. On your mark. Three. Two. One. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. And there's a competition. Oh! Caleb oh, just took down Mariel. Oh. Best two or three. Best two or three. Best oh, two or three. Going, come on, come on. Two more. Two more. He's ready. Two more. Let's go. Oh, she's a stretching happening right now. 
Here we go. Ready? Three, two, one. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Come on, Mary Ann! Oh! Oh! Best three of five. Ewan Jackson. <laughs> Just trying to Oh, that's good. We have a new champion. The Caleb Malone. Although you only beat a girl, those. so anyway. <laughs> it's okay, the Barely. girls' basketball team's better. Not just right. hey. Hey. There it is. Awesome. Hey, we're going to be coming back in the next few minutes with our call in portion. Please tune in to our Facebook Live. It is fantastic. We have lots of fun in here. Food, fun, and awesome time. Some <laughs> Charburger. Charburger. My right. good man, Steven. Let's do this. How about Lacey Sturm? Impossible. What's up, guys? It's that time of the game. It's time for our freestyle. Freestyle. Give them the music, man. You got the freestyle lot. Sorry. I got the freestyle. Freestyle! I got the freestyle. You want to hear the freestyle? Yeah. I can totally play you the freestyle. Get it, you ready man. for the freestyle? Get I'm going to go with the freestyle. <laughs> All right. Everything's free today. Ooh, it's the varsity. It's the Bulls music. It's time for the varsity freestyle. There we go. Um. <laughs> that sounds a little bit better in our singing. You know, if you want to wonder why we play that song so much, it's because it's from our childhood, and we want to we want to come out of a game tunnel real bad. Yeah. <laughs> real bad. <No>. We might. <laughs> and y'all, y'all need to chill out. There's, a, there's there. a party happening behind us. <laughs> they're throwing darts at each other. This is dangerous. So actually, they're trying to throw at the board, and they're like hitting under it. That's, kind of embarrassing. It's, really? anyway, it's all good, though, because we got pallet wood up on the wall, so it's not like it's going to hurt Yeah, anybody. Yeah, actually, our studio was completed this morning, Stephen. Yeah. Shout out to uh, Jamie. Jamie. Jamie Porter. Jamie Porter, you're the man. The man, the myth, the legend. Anyway, hey, we are going to start with Varsity Freestyle. We have our call-in game. We're going to give you the call-in number in a second. Tell them what they're going to be playing. Listen, we're going to do we're going to do darts. That's why these guys are back here practicing. So what you're going to do is you're going to call in, and you're going to say even or odds. And if you say even, we're going to throw a dart at the board. If we hit even, you get to ask us a knock-knock joke. If we yeah. hit, if you hit, if we hit an odd, then we get to ask you a knock-knock joke. It's that easy. We're just getting rid of these good knock-knock jokes everybody's been holding on to. Yeah. <laughs> so call in. Check this number out. Here you go. Want to be on the radio? Call us now at 256-505-0885. Call us now. We're waiting for you. Odd or even, that's all you gotta do, guys. Odd or even. What's up, Cole? What's up, Pastor? That's my man right there, Cole Robinson. What's up, Cole? What's up, brother? Hey, odd or even? Even. Even. Hit the board. We're waiting. Marielle is lining up for the lining up for the pitch. She hit an odd. She that hit means odd. We get to ask you a knock knock joke. All right, go for it. Knock knock. Who's there? Lettuce. Lettuce who? Lettuce in. It's cold out here. Ah, that was <laughs> terrible. You're welcome. Anyway, <laughs> thanks for calling, Cole. Yes, sir. You the man. 
Hey, call in. It's as easy as that. Odd or even in these two athletes in the back. They're going to hit this board for you. 256-505-0885. Call us now. Right. We're going to go into a few of our... uh... Our knock-knock jokes here in the studio. That's right. Because, hey, there's a call. But before the call, knock-knock. Who's there? Boo. Boo who? That's how I feel when I don't eat my charburger. Boo who? <laughs> 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 hey, Olivia, you said you got one back there. Yeah. Okay, I but I need you to start me off. Knock-knock. Who's there? <laughs> don't know. <laughs> exactly. You're so confused. I know. <laughs> That's why it's funny. Olivia got, <laughs> Olivia got me. Hey, who's on the phone? That is Harold Dixon. Harold Dixon! Well, hey. What's up, my man? Not much. Listen, Harold, we're playing a game, and uh, all you got to do is say, even or odds. Even or odd? I'll go with even. Even. All right, you won. So you that win. means you get to ask us any knock-knock joke. Knock-knock. Who's there? Little old lady. <laughs> Little old lady who? Didn't know you could yodel. <laughs> I got one for you. I got one for you, Harold. You're going to have to speak up, son. It's loud out here on the road. All right. It says knock-knock. Who's there? Cash. Who? Cash. Cash who? No thanks. I'll take peanuts. What? Nice. Wow. How's Harold doing? Say what? I said, how's Harold doing? Oh, you know, I'm just living the dream. (laughs) What is that dream, Harold? Out here on the blacktop grinding gears, living the dream. How's Seth and Ricky? Oh, we're fantastic. Hey, we're doing good. We're just giving knock-knock jokes today. Good to talk to you. That's all you done today? Yeah, Yeah, just about. Knock-knock jokes? Yeah, Yeah. that. Nate Charburger. I'm out here making America run on diesel fuel and 18 wheels. (laughs) You're sitting around telling knock-knock jokes. That's right. Well, I'm glad one of us is working. That's, that would be us right, Harold. Hey, Harold, we got a new sign outside our radio studio right now, and it says, uh, it says, uh, geniuses at work. Y'all work in a church, don't you? Yeah. Pretty sure that's false advertising right there. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Jesus wouldn't approve a line like that. <laughs> Okay. Hey, a, a genius is determined by who caught, who says who's a genius. That's right. That's why we're what? not. <laughs> anyway, Harold, it's been awesome talking to you, friend. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully we'll hear from you next week. All right. Talk to you later, friend. Go find a job. All right. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs> Hey, you can call in 256-505-0885. What's up? 
We're back, and we've got Caleb. He's got some good knock-knock. Caleb, give them to us, man. All right. Knock-knock. Who's there? Luke. Luke who? Look through the keyhole, and you'll find out. Whoa. I got one similar to that. Knock-knock. Who's there? Mickey. Mickey who? My key doesn't... uh, my key doesn't work. That's why I'm knocking. <laughs> I'm Mikey, trying to laugh come at on, these Seth. jokes come really on, hard. <laughs> come on, Seth. Uh, I don't got nothing. Come on, man. I don't got nothing. Knock, knock. Get, who's there? Nana. <laughs> <laughs> Nana who? Nana, 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 Nana. Batman. There we go. <laughs> uh, wow. I got another one. Knock, knock. Who's there? A broken pencil. A broken <laughs> pencil who? Never mind, it's pointless. <laughs> oh. 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 oh! Wow! Oh, never mind. I just oh. broke, broke her heart back there. Yeah. All right, Olivia, you're up. Oh, yeah. oh I'm on my spot. I didn't have time to prepare. Um, come back to me, and I might have one. Oh, she made me ask her a knock knock joke, and then I was supposed to come up with what? I was so confused. You want me to say it again? Yeah. You okay. want to be confused again? Okay, I have a knock-knock joke, but I need you to start me off. Right. Knock-knock. Who's there? I don't know. <laughs> so confused in this moment, you know? Yep. Say <laughs> Seth. Yeah. Say what? Say Seth. You're say there. Seth. I'm here. No. Hey, we- Seth. <laughs> she says, you say knock-knock. Knock-knock. Then she says, who's there? And you say Seth. Seth, obviously. What are you going to go with that one, Olivia? Hey, Seth. <laughs> Good to see ya. <laughs> Sup? Hey, if you got a cheesy knock knock joke, we want to hear it. If you got a cheesy joke, just drop it on us. 256 505 We got nine minutes. Call it's, in. It's Triple E now. Billion years. <laughs> we got some more jokes for you because we're packed full of them. Let's hear them, girls. Knock, knock. Who's there? Snow. Snow who? Snow use. I forgot my name again. Ah! (laughs) (laughs) Mariel? This is lame. Knock, knock. Who's there? Broccoli. Broccoli who? Broccoli doesn't have a last name. Ah! (laughs) Wow. Wow. Caleb says he's got one. Let's, let's hear it, Caleb. All right, knock, knock. Who's there? Ben. Ben who? Been knocking for 20 minutes. Come on, now. <laughs> Answer the door. I got one. Go ahead, Ricky. <laughs> knock, knock. You answer him, Caleb. Who's there? <laughs> cows go. Cows go who? No, cows go moo. Not yeah, <laughs> there it is. All right, knock, knock. Who's there? Etch. Etch who? <laughs> Bless you. <laughs> <laughs> is it a you? Oh, okay. When you have to explain the joke, <laughs> Seth, Seth was confused. He was so confused. <laughs> He's like, why did that? <laughs> My brain's working, but it's not working. It's, it's not happening. Steven, I know you got something there. Oh, man. I, I don't have any really good knock-knock jokes. I've got stupid, cheesy jokes. We want to hear them. Let's hear them, Steven. Oh, my goodness. We got five minutes. Are you ready for this? Yeah. I'm I'm contemplating whether or not I should share this one. Okay. How do you catch a polar bear? Coca-Cola? Nope. You don't catch... Okay, so... (laughs) I've got a story. This is a story to it. Okay, so... To catch a polar bear, you take yourself a bag of peas and a stick and a knife. 
go out to the edge of the lake. Go out where the water's a little deep. Cut a little hole in the ice, right? Right. Then sprinkle you some peas all around that hole you just cut. Now, get back in the bushes and wait for the polar bear to come. But but what? you're in the frozen tundra. Is you there, are. are. There's there a bushes? bush. There's a... Come on, man. There's <laughs> you got to imagine it, bro. I'm imagining. Work with me here. You okay. need an imagination. So There's you... a bush in the ice. Yes. Well, okay, no, yeah, I got it's you. It's covered by ice. It so be okay. <laughs> yeah, you hide on. behind it. You wait. So you sit there and you wait for the bear to come out and take a pee. Then you stick him in the ice hole. <laughs> now I wish you hadn't have uh, told that, that joke. Good. That was a Harold Dixon joke. <laughs> oh well, man! You asked, you asked for it, dude. Oh man! You did beg him. You did beg. You him. did. Hey, <laughs> you get what you. I'm done today. I'm just. <laughs> you get what you pay for, my friend. Oh, Mariel, <laughs> Olivia, you got anything? One more knock-knock. Go ahead. Knock-knock. Wait, wait. Caleb, you answer him. Okay. I'm always scared now. Knock-knock. <laughs> Who's there? Noah. Noah who? Noah, any place I can get a bite to eat. Uh, Charburger. 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 Obviously. Knock-knock. Who's there? Robin. Robin who? I'm robbing you. <laughs> oh, no, that was decent. That was actually a good that one. Was that was a good one. That was decent, guys. I enjoyed that. This feels like we just went to a really cheap comedy bar. I know. <laughs> I wish we would have went to the pricey one. <laughs> so we're going to play a song, and we'll be back here with your buzzer beater for the day. All right. Let's play a new one for him. How about Red and Gone? Here you go. The Varsity Radio Show. Whoa! You darn right, whoa. Hi, this is Marielle Chup, and you can follow us on social media on Facebook and Instagram at the Varsity Radio Show. Give us a like and a follow. Hey, this is Caleb Malone, and the, the podcast on iTunes will be up tomorrow. Look it up at, at Varsity Radio Show. It's gonna be awesome. Alright, thank you. Hey, this is this is Seth. And this is Ricky. And we are signing off. We're sad to see you go, but we hope to see you back next week for DAR. Yeah, they're going to be in the studio with us. Uh, Steve and Olivia, why don't y'all give a, say bye to our audience? Sure. Go ahead, Olivia. Bye, Olivia. everybody. <laughs> see you guys. Fun. Hey, I just wanted to let you guys know if you're hungry, Charburger's got their hot bar going on until 7 o'clock tonight. And if you want to eat that, I promise. Yeah, it's good stuff. So we are very appreciative of Charburger for hooking us up with some food. So we'll see you guys later. Peace out. <laughs> Peace out. What do you say usually, Seth? Peace out, A-Town down. Something like that. That's right. (laughs) Here's Real Life by Aaron Sprinkle. We'll see you guys next time.